well, here we are at the final episode of season two. I didn't even realize until last night when I was talking with a good friend of mine that I need to take a break. I woke up this morning and I just, I felt at peace. And it's so weird because every time I talk with this particular friend, I always have such a weight on my shoulders when we have our middle of the night conversations. And we don't always talk about that weight. We don't always talk about what caused it or how heavy it is or what even put it there in the first place. So it's strange to me to wake up the next morning and feel at peace when we just had a conversation and it wasn't about anything in particular, just things about my life, things about her life. But I noticed this morning, it's because I'm not a sex trafficking survivor when I talk to her. I'm not the unbroken podcast when I talk to her. I'm just me. And I'm just talking to a friend about things that are happening in my life and things that are happening in hers. And she offers advice and vice versa. And I realized that yet again, I'm getting too wrapped up in my identity as a survivor and as my podcast which is why I made the changes that I did this season because I didn't want to do that. And I wanted to talk about a lot of other topics and I never did get around to doing what I wanted to do because right now I am still just identifying as a sex trafficking survivor. And I'm not. That's not my identity. That's not who I am. It's just what happened to me. So I want to kind of try to figure out where I fit in in this huge world, especially the survivor world, because you have the survivors that aren't quite as far through their recovery process and that don't want to share, which is fine. I was there just a few years ago. And you also have the ones that or at the I don't give a damn stage where they just share absolutely everything and every single detail, names included. You also have the ones that are just like, yeah, that's what happened to me, but they don't talk about it. And you also have the ones that aren't being truthful. You also have the conspiracy theories. I mean, there's so much in the sex trafficking survivor awareness whatever you want to call it world right now that I don't exactly know where I fit in and I like sharing my story it feels good to talk about it and it feels good to get people to understand what the truth of sex trafficking is and I know a lot of people that have reached out to me or had commented on my posts or on my TikTok videos that they never knew the things that I talked or talked about and things that I told them about because it was always Taken. The movie Taken was always what came to mind. Even when I gave my speech just about a year ago on November 5th, I'm sorry, two years, it'll be two years in November, November 5th, um, When I started off my speech, I started it in a way 
where I didn't say that it was my parents. I said, well, I was under the control of my traffickers because I wanted people to have it in their head what they thought sex trafficking was. And I imagine most people in that room had thought that I had been kidnapped as a child. And especially when I said that nobody wants to believe that a parent could do that to their own child because the look on everyone's face was just complete shock. And I wanted to do that with my TikToks and with my podcast here. I wanted people to know that it is more likely than not that a trafficking victim knows their traffickers. I think it's close to 90%. The snatch and grab kidnapping just doesn't happen. Not in America, at least. Not in most places. It's a lot of grooming. It's a lot of targeting. And it's relationships that they spend months building with you. So that way you go with them with your own kidnapping, much like I did when I was kidnapped after my escape. But the problem was, if I overshared details, I got backlash for it, if I said too many. And it was generally from other survivors, and we're not going to talk about if we think that they are actually survivors or not. But... I also got backlash from people that were like, you need to put a trigger warning, but I mean, I did. Um, So it was either I shared too many details that it kind of turned people away because it was hard to hear. And I get it because it was also very hard to live. But we have to talk about those kinds of things or people are never going to know. But then on the flip side... I also got backlash because I didn't share enough. People wanted to know more. They wanted to know more names. They wanted to know places, locations, clients, and all those things, which was always the line that I drew. I never wanted to share that. And I always stayed true to that. And I always will. And I had done some thinking about maybe sharing names. But what happened with R. Kelly kind of solidified that the original decision not to share was the right one to make. Because look at what everyone's talking about now. He was convicted of rocketeering and sex trafficking. People aren't really talking about how his victims are doing, what's being done for them. Are they being compensated? Is there therapy that's helping them? They're not talking about possible charges anymore. There was a rumor that he was going to get a lesser sentence because he was going to give names. That's what they're talking about. That's what everyone's talking about in comment sections on social media. They want to know names. And I saw that a lot when I shared. They want to know names. But what happens when I say those names. So one of my clients, if I said their name right now, I think pretty much every person in this world would know who it was. But then it wouldn't be about me and my story anymore. It would be like, oh my God, what was this person like? Can you tell us more details? Where, where, did, where did this person live? Where did they do this? How much did they charge? What other kids, like, do you know the kids? 
were they any of the missing kids? Was it this kid, that kid? Did you see this person? Did you see that person? There's a picture of this person next to that person. Did you see them? And it would not be about my story anymore. It would be about this person and all the details surrounding this person. And it would actually take away from my story. And I don't want that. And it's not because I'm selfish or because I feel like everything about sex trafficking is all about me, but it's my story is mine and it is about me. And if I'm going to be spreading awareness, if everybody's focused on will give us more names or what was this person like, then they're not focusing on sex trafficking either. They're focusing on that person. So I don't want to share names. And I get there are people that do and they're allowed to and they get a lot of attention. There's also the conspiracy theories and they get way more attention than anybody else does. And that's fine. But where do I fit in in a world where I set a boundary, a very important one, and I don't cross it? But people don't like that. They want more. They want more information. But they don't want more information about my story. They don't want more information about how I'm doing or how I'm coping. They want more information. They want names. And if I do that, it does take away from my story. And it turns my story into something completely different. Because some people will say that I'm lying and other people will say that I'm just falling into conspiracy theories or I want clout. I mean, there's so many different things that could possibly happen. So I need to figure out where I fit in in this world. I already know that working for an organization is not that because every single time that I do, something happens, friendships are ruined, and I don't work at that organization anymore. It's happened multiple times over the past 12 years. I mean, at least at least a dozen. I even had one woman every time I had an idea, which she absolutely fell in love with and was like, let's do it. She would just kind of ghost me for a few weeks. And then she would already launch that idea and she had made it her own, acted like she was the one that came up with it. And she just stole my idea. And then she stole my story. So working at someone else's organization. Yeah, not my cards. But I also don't want one of my own either. I don't, I'm just not that person. I never was the type that wanted to own a business. I took business classes because my father wanted me to take over the family business. And I'm not talking about the sex trafficking about the other one because he owned a couple of businesses himself. Um, I just, I hated it. I just don't like it. You know, I'm just, it's, I never wanted to be the manager of the restaurants. I liked being the waitress, being the one that was down on the ground with the tables and the customers and dealing with them like face to face. That was just always me. So that's what I'm going to be doing on my break and just trying to figure out where I fit in in this world. And if right now I'm on the right path, because I feel like I've hit a Y in the road, I can continue going the way that I am, which is fine, but eventually I'll run out of stories 
And it's not because I won't be able to make any up. It's because eventually I'll have told everything. So what would happen after that? Like, does it just come to an abrupt the end? Obviously not. I'm going to want to continue with something. So is there a way that I can go down the other side of the road and still share my story, but incorporate my next path with it? So I'm going to do a lot of soul searching and I'm going to do a lot of thinking and figure out what is next for me. And I may start an entirely new podcast. I may keep this one and just kind of revamp it. I'm very strongly thinking of moving on to YouTube and possibly doing a video one. Um, They offer that on the platform that I use now. So I can't help but think that, yeah, I just might do that. So I'm going to take a little break to figure out everything work through some things. There's been a couple of incidents that have happened recently that I need to address. We'll just leave it at mommy and daddy are saying hi again. (laughs) That's just like the only way I know how to say it. And I'm just going to continue to, you know, spend some time with my family. I... I'm homeschooling my son again since the school year started. So that definitely adds to my thing. That kid is so damn intelligent. I can't take it. He jumped from kindergarten to the fourth grade since last year. I mean, there's stuff that I'm teaching him that like I have to Google to figure out if I'm teaching it right. (laughs) I mean, the program that I have for him is amazing and he loves learning But the added experiments for science and the added things with math and reading and everything, it just, it takes up a lot of time. But hey, when you have a kid whose IQ is higher than yours, I mean, I guess that's what happens. I am so proud of him. I'm so proud of my daughters as well. I mean, they are just as intelligent. I think it's just runs in the family, but... Yeah, it's crazy. I'm sitting here looking at the time and I'm like, okay, I'm 14 and a half minutes in, give or take. And I've already deleted this a bunch of times and I've been working on this episode for over an hour. This is why I script them because it makes it a lot easier. But I don't know where to go from here. And I... I don't know what you call it when you do like, is it like writer's block right now? Like, I just don't know what to say. So I'm going to keep this a short episode. I'm probably not going to write a very big description. I am going to include my link tree. This podcast is going to stay up. My link tree is going to stay up. My Facebook and Instagram and Twitter will all stay active. I'm hoping that I come back and figure everything out before I get out of my Facebook ban. I still have about three weeks left. But I definitely need to spend some time with my family. And I need to not be a sex trafficking survivor for a little bit. I need to just be Kelly. I need to be a mother. I need to be a wife. 
I need to be a turtle hoarder, says one of my best friends, because apparently five turtles means that you're hoarding. I don't see it, but whatever. I just need to be me. So I hope that everybody sticks around and waits for the next chapter of the Unbroken podcast, whatever it looks like. And I know this was a short episode, but I'm not kidding. I am so stuck. I really don't know what to talk about. And I'm going to go be with my family and finish a rock garden that I'm making with my son. And I'm going to eat a lovely dinner that my wonderful husband cooks for me. Um... I think I trained him too good because I used to be the cook, but since I'm not able to stand very well and I'm pretty much bedridden most of the time, I can't really cook, but I'm going to do my son's school lessons and I'm just going to be me for a little while and see where I fall. And I hope that everyone continues to follow me and I mean, I'm on social media, so... We're going to do it there for a little bit. And in a couple weeks, once I figure everything out, I'll definitely let everybody know. But thank you for the continued love and support. Thank you for everything that you've done up until now. It's been an amazing ride. And all of this has just meant the world to me. And I think that we can change the world together. I'm just trying to figure out the best way to do that. So for now, enjoy your Halloween. Um, Enjoy life and don't take a single moment for granted. I haven't been able to talk about Lala and her passing because I've been so devastated, but I miss her. And I miss the talks that we had. And I hope that she's not hurting anymore. And I'm so sorry for her loss because she was just such a beautiful soul and such a beautiful person. It's just not fair. And um, I lost another dear friend too. It's just every moment of this life is so precious It could be taken at any moment. And I just enjoy your life. Enjoy everything. And I will see you on the other side when I'm done with my break. I love you guys. And your support will always mean the world to me. So whether I stay here, whether I stay here and move to YouTube... Whether I start TikTok back up again, whatever my next step is, I thank you for all the support. It means the world to me. I have found a lot of family along the way and a lot of wonderful friends. And this journey has been amazing, but I just want to make sure that I'm on my right path and... The only way to do that is to take a step back for a few weeks and just figure it all out. So 
I will talk with you guys soon. I might make a little mini episode here or there just to keep everybody updated on my life. But there is just one thing that I would like to add into this episode. And to you, you know who I'm talking to. I'm not going to say your name, but I'm never going to confirm my address to you because I'm in the address confidentiality program because a judge decided that you aren't supposed to know my address. So all the ways that you think you're being creative to try to get it, it's not going to work. So you might as well stop because I have what I need to prove that it's you. And you know that. So stop trying. It's not going to work. You're not going to scare me into silence. And you are definitely never going to win at this game. The ball has been in my court since October 22nd, 2009 when I got my restraining order and it's always going to stay there. So don't think you're ever going to get me to throw it back, no matter how much you try. I'm sorry that that upsets you so much, but I'm not your little girl anymore. I'm not that scared little girl that you think I am. And I'm not the person I was when you had the power and control over me. That was a person you created. That was never the real me. So to you and stop trying it's getting annoying and to everybody else thank you for all the love and support and I will talk with everyone soon but please check out my social media and I will keep everyone updated there I'll still be posting on Instagram as much as I can and we'll get this figured out love you guys